people get very confused when it comes to understanding credit cards and credit scores. And you should know, the banks, they like it that way. Because the less someone knows, the more they can be taken advantage of. I want to use this episode to give us a better understanding of credit and credit cards. Now, when I'm talking about credit, I'm simply basically talking about borrowing money. Now, you may have an opinion on what is wise for you or if it is wise for you to use credit or not. But because it is such a commonly used source for funding different purchases or projects, it is something that we need to have a good grasp of. After all, you don't want to be someone who banks can take advantage of. If you want a loan on most anything, the lender is going to want to look at your history of borrowing money by looking at what is called your credit score. So in this episode, we are going to talk about what a credit score is, how it is calculated, and if you should even use credit. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. So what is a credit score? A credit score is ultimately a a gauge that a lender can use to determine how trustworthy you are to be able to pay them back. If you want to apply for a loan of some sort, whether it be for a car, house, maybe even a credit card, the lender is going to want to know your credit score. With this, they will determine how much you can borrow and what your interest rate will be. With a good credit score, you can save lots of money and interest and fees and get much more favorable loan terms from lenders. So if you want a loan, it is important to have a good credit score. And just so you know, the main credit scoring model is known as FICO, F-I-C-O, and that just stands for Fair Isaac Corporation, but that really isn't an important detail. Just know that it is a commonly used credit scoring model. And if you want to get a loan, or a favorable one at that, you are going to need to have a good credit score, or FICO score. While there are different credit scoring models out there, 90% of the top lenders in America look at your FICO score, so we are going to center around how FICO determines your credit score. Now let's talk about how your credit score is determined. FICO score ranges from 300 to 850. The higher you are on that scale going to 850, that is like an A+, and the lower it goes, it goes B, C, D, F, and so on. So 800 plus is considered exceptional. That's your A plus on the credit score report card, so to speak. 740 to 799, considered very good, and so on and so forth down the list. But under 579 is considered poor, and it's going to be very hard for you to qualify for loans. If you've never used credit, then you don't have a credit score. And if you want to check your credit score, you can do that for free on different websites like mint.com. If you just Google you know, where to check your credit score. You can find sites where you can check it. So if you want to have a higher credit score, the model is going to collect data in five different areas, each weighted differently. So here's the five different areas. Number one is payment history. That makes up 35% of the pie. Amount owed makes up 30% of the pie. Length of credit history makes up 15%. 
new credit makes up 10% and credit mix makes up 10% of your credit score. So let's give some examples. If you owe $1,000 on your credit card and you pay it off when the balance is due, you are going to pass the 35% of the test, so to speak, because payment history makes up 35% of the pie, and you are passing that because you are paying off your balance, so you are well on your way to getting a A, so to speak, on the credit score class. Now, if you don't pay off your balance, then it is going to be impossible to have a high credit score on your report. Your payment history holds 35% of the weight in your credit score, so you obviously want to make sure that you pay your balance off. Your amount owed makes up 30%, so what that means is, let's say you have a credit card that has a $10,000 limit. Well, the banks, they really only like you to use about 30 to 40% of that limit and hold that balance. Now, you can totally use as much of it as you want to, but if you want the higher or the highest credit score rating, then they only want you to use about 30 to 40%, have that kind of as a floating balance. So if you have $10,000 of credit, they really only want three to $4,000 on a $10,000 credit limit to be shown at each balance. Some of the other factors, and I'll coast through these a little bit quicker, but if you open up credit cards and keep them for a good duration of time, that will raise your credit score because the length of your credit history makes up 15%. But uh, to compare that with, if you open a credit card, maybe you use its rewards and then you cut it up and close it after a couple of months, that would hurt your credit. Lenders also like to see that you don't just have one avenue of credit. If you only have one credit card and that's the only money you borrow, say it's a student credit card or something, that's not a bad thing. You just won't have the highest credit score possible. If you have a loan for a house, a credit card, and let's say you have a car loan or something and they're all being paid off, FICO likes that when they are weighing the credit score. Now, I'm not saying that you should do all of that. I'm not saying that you should even chase an 850 credit score, you know, or even going over 800. Like, if you have over 700, you're probably going to be able to borrow what you need to borrow. I'm just saying that is what FICO looks at when determining your score. For me, I'd rather not have an excessive amount of lines of credit. If I'm in mid to high 700s on credit score, that's good. I'll probably be able to get favorable loan terms from that. Now, right or wrong, this is how your credit score is determined. You can't really make the rules. This is how FICO determines it. Your payment history, amount owed on credit card or different lines of credit, length of credit history, new credit, and your credit mix-up, so to speak. That is the five factors that weigh in your FICO score. Now that we know what credit scores are and how they are calculated, that begs the question, should we even use credit? Should we even flirt with credit cards? To answer this question of if you should even use credit, I would turn the question on you and ask, how are you planning to use the credit card or the line of credit, whatever the lender is giving you? If you are using it to buy liabilities that you cannot afford and you're just using a credit card to be able to buy what you want to buy, then a credit card would be a bad idea. If you are buying necessities or things that are in your budget, that is your budget that is wisely built, and you have money to pay these things off immediately, it's in your checking account or whatever, then it could be worth it to use the credit card to purchase because you can start, you know, building points on your credit cards or getting cash back and also building your credit score. Let me give an example on how I started using credit. When I was 18, I got a student credit card. My mom, she made me get a student credit card. 
and it had a limit of like we're talking 500 bucks like you couldn't you aren't going to go into mad debt over this credit card and i think 18 is the earliest you can get a credit card unless you're getting someone to be a guarantor on the credit card you might be able to get one earlier then but i remember having a fear of using credit i had heard of dave ramsey's principles of never getting into debt so i had this fear of swiping this card even at a gas station even when i knew that i had plenty of money in the checking account to buy gas or groceries or whatever I needed. And that's basically all I did for a few years during my time in college with this credit card. I could pay with my debit card, but I would pay with the credit card. And I remember being so fearful that I would literally go and pay off the credit card statement like the next day. Whatever the balance was, I would immediately pay it off. This is not a bad thing, and it's an example of a good way to use a credit card so you can start to build your credit and get some of the rewards maybe that come with it. And just learn to do everything responsibly. But while you are technically borrowing money because you are swiping a credit card, you really don't have to if you don't want to because you have more than what is needed in your checking account. You were going to pay $50 for gas anyway. You just decided to kind of go through the line of a credit and then immediately pay that off with your debit versus just swiping your debit card. That is not a bad thing to do. You just have to make sure that you're responsible to set a reminder and make sure that you pay it off. If this is the way you use your credit card, I don't think of it as going into debt as much as it is really just a way to build your credit and get some rewards from using it. Now remember that building your credit will make it much easier for you to borrow larger amounts of money with lower interest rates. Now if you don't have the money in your checking account and you're just adding up expenses on your credit card... That is where it can get really dangerous for a lot of people, and that's where you hear the tough stories of people having to climb out of massive amounts of debt because they weren't using debt responsibly. Now, another good use for credit would be, obviously, if you could use it to buy assets, aka things that are putting money into your pockets. That could be a good use for credit. That would fall under the category of good debt, leveraging debt to help you make money. Let's look at an example. Let's say you had a big, massive line of credit from a bank. Let's dream big and say you had $100,000. Well, then, if there was a fix and flip house, let's say you had to buy the house for $30,000. Rehab was estimated to be $35,000, but you could sell it for $100,000. That would be a good way to use credit. So you borrow the sixty-five dollars from the fix and flip. You borrowed it for four months. Let's just say you had to pay $3,000 of interest. And I'm totally just throwing out a number there. Well, then you just borrowed $3,000 to make roughly $30,000 because 30k for the house plus 35k rehab is 65k. The interest is 3,000, so all in you're roughly call it 68,000 and you are able to sell it for $100,000. You just borrowed money basically for free to make you $30,000. Now, this is not an exact Example, it would get a little bit more into the numbers than that. But this is how the financially literate, those with money vision, leverage credit. Now, only you really know if you could be responsible enough to use credit. But I do believe if you don't feel responsible enough yet, then I believe if you just keep learning financial literacy, you'll be more and more comfortable with using credit and leveraging debt. And if you do have bad debt that you owe, it would probably be a good idea to focus on paying all that off first. Wrapping this up, credit is borrowing money 
and the lenders are going to judge the people they are loaning to based on their credit score. The higher your credit score, which goes up to 850, the better the terms that you'll receive from a lender. So in this episode, we've talked about what a credit score is, how it is calculated, and if you should use credit. Just remember that those with money vision have learned how to use credit to their advantage. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at Money Vision U. We look forward to catching you in the next class.